Did you know that gratitude is actually failing many people? Meaning it just doesn't work. And it's because of this one reason. It's because practicing gratitude is not the best way to get started with gratitude. Saying thank you, making a list of three things you're grateful for, even saying affirmations. Don't get me wrong, these are all great. But if simply doing that worked, then why does 75% of people in a survey that I conducted say that they love the concept of gratitude, but they can never get it to stick? Today, we are going to answer the question, what is the best way to start your gratitude practice so that it actually works and sticks and without the list of three things and without the affirmations? The answer is powerful. It involves a pair of garden pruning shears, and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you're facing health challenges and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude and mindset to create a healthy, thriving body. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I'm a breast cancer and autoimmune survivor turned certified natural health coach. And my mission is to help you optimize gratitude and mindset so that you can transform your overall health and wellness because you deserve love, happiness, and laughter. Hey there, sunshine, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank you for being here, to acknowledge you for taking the time to listen to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast, and to invest this time in yourself and your mindset. I know that the journey to better health can be a struggle, and I want to give you a shout out for taking this positive step in the right direction. As crazy as this sounds, I accidentally launched this podcast and had no clue how fast it would take off and how many thousands of listeners have been tuning in. I actually came back and I re-recorded this first episode, which actually is episode three, for several reasons. So be sure to stick around at the end of this episode and I will help you to navigate where to listen next on this podcast. So with that, let's jump in. Gratitude is failing people, especially with health challenges, for a reason. Because practicing gratitude is not the best way to get started with gratitude. Saying thank you, making the list of three things you're grateful for, even saying the affirmations, they're all great. But if simply doing that worked, then why does 75% of people with some type of health challenge in a survey that I conducted say that they love the concept of gratitude, but they cannot get it to stick? Why is gratitude failing us? Why is that? The best way to explain it is this way. The first weekend in March every year, it's when we would start on all the landscaping and work outside of the house, and it's like kind of on the tail end of winter, and there's always a big spring cleanup to do. So every weekend, that first weekend of March, I am looking at the roses, and I'm like, oh, they need to be cut back because, you know, they're all scraggly, right? And then I remember, I need to wait a few more weeks. Let me ask you this, and I'm not sure if you like to garden or not. But do you know how to get a rose bush to bloom to its fullest? If you've ever grown roses before, you probably know the deal. And every year, and I guess it really depends on what uh, garden zone you're in too, but around mid to late March, you need to cut the branches back. So by this time, they're already starting to grow. 
but they're growing from the old. And their blooms are going to be average at best. You have to cut like 12 to 18 inches. Cut them back like three quarters of where they're at. Cut them all the way down. Here's the funny thing. I've been growing roses for years. And every year when I get out the clippers, I have this mini moment of anxiety. What if I cut them back and they die? And then I realize it's cutting them back that allows them to grow and bloom to their fullest potential. Pruning is vital for roses. It revitalizes their growth. And I wear heavy-duty work gloves because there's a lot of thorns getting in the way during that process. And it leaves a really big pile of crap and debris. And when they're all cut down, they're these sad, lonely stumps. But from that point on, every single day, They grow and they grow and they grow and they bloom like crazy and they're beautiful roses. Let me ask you something. Why is it when you make your gratitude list or say your affirmations that it feels good in the moment, but it doesn't stick in the long run? Why is it that back to that survey, 75% of individuals with some type of health challenge, whether that's autoimmune disease or, or cancer or some other type of chronic illness, when they start practicing gratitude in the traditional way, that it ends up failing them. Why is that? What most people don't realize is that when you start practicing in the traditional way, the the list, the affirmation saying thank you, a negative event, it's bound to happen at some point. It's life. Whether that's a flare-up at the worst possible time or a fight with your spouse or not getting a good night's sleep, feeling like death warmed over. And what starts with good intentions quickly becomes not being able to get through an entire day without feeling irritated or acting like a jerk to someone you love. Gratitude is the best way to build fortitude and strength and resilience during the storms of life. But it's failing people for a reason. It's because practicing gratitude isn't the best way to get started with gratitude. Okay, here's the thing. The truth is, While the experts have a lot of scientific studies about the positive impact of gratitude and everyone tells you to start by listing three things you're grateful for and truth be told, that's how I got started too. But there's a huge missing piece, especially for individuals who have health challenges and that's why it doesn't stick. So when you have health challenges on top of normal everyday life challenges, how do you get gratitude become a part of your life when it hasn't been working before. The missing piece is that in order for gratitude to stick, in order to have a sustainable practice, you have to start looking from within first and cut back and prune away all of that old before we can move forward. And that process of looking within, it's scary, it's uncomfortable, and it's messy because there's a lot of gunk under the surface. That emotional sludge that we're dealing with, it is the mother load of a clogged drain when it comes to our emotions, right? So you know in the morning when you're finished brushing your teeth and you turn the water back on and the drain is so clogged, the water just sits there in a pool in the sink. And now you have all of your spit and your toothpaste suds floating to the top. And then there's always that annoying piece of last night's dinner that was stuck between your teeth that finally came out. And now there's also this unidentified piece of grime that just pops up from the pipe that wanted to join the party, right? 
Is this really what you want to wake up to? Is this really what you want greeting you first thing in the morning? So let me ask you, do you want to hold on to the baggage of all of the grief and anxiety and anger and resentment and betrayal? Or are you ready to start looking at things like self-care and self-love and self-compassion from a totally different perspective? And I am here to tell you that it is possible. When I work with my students and my clients, we start by cutting back first. The process of going through the emotional sludge and unclogging the drain, it is scary and it is messy. But for those who are committed to the process, it works. Becoming a grateful person is so much more than making lists and saying affirmations and saying thank you and doing the things. That first step to move forward with gratitude is to actually cut back. Just like those roses. Just like wearing gloves because of all of the thorns, just like cutting back and looking at these sad little stumps. It is necessary and it is vital for growth. And it is the biggest part of the process because that, my friends, that is when you bloom. And when you commit to cutting back, to taking the uncomfortable and scary and messy action, after that, that is when everything is going to start to open up for you. And what's possible becomes predictable, just like how a rose bush will create those beautiful flowers after you prune it. This is your time. This is your time to grow and to bloom. And it starts from within. Okay, wait, wait, before you go, I would like for you to stick around for one more minute as I have five ways to help you navigate your next steps when you listen to this podcast. And I even want to set a few expectations. Okay. Number one, from episode four through episode 33, this podcast was originally called the Grateful Warrior Podcast. So beginning in episode 34 is when I changed the name to what it is today, the Gratitude Builds Fortitude Podcast. I don't want you to be confused. Number two, don't feel like you have to listen to all the episodes in order. In fact, as a brand new podcaster on these early episodes, I was definitely on a learning curve. I hired a producer. I got a lot more experience under my belt. And I promise you, they get much better over time. Number three, because I've survived both breast cancer and autoimmune disease, my focus is for individuals who have similar types of health challenges. But the content here on Gratitude Builds Fortitude is universal, and it will apply to you, even if you don't fall into any of these categories. Number four, with that being said, if you are a breast cancer survivor or thriver, I recommend listening to episode 27, My Breast Cancer Story. If you have some other type of health challenge, I recommend listening to episode 33, My Journey with Autoimmune Disease, Hashimoto's, and Chronic Fatigue. And for everyone, one of the most important episodes to listen to is episode 41, Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, Your Journey Begins Here. So again, no need to listen to the episodes in order. Scroll up, see what topics interest you, and jump in. And then finally, number five, if you like this podcast and you want to know how to stay connected. I recommend that you hit the follow button where you're listening so that you will see new episodes at the top of your feed. And also be sure to head over to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. That's pinkfortitude.com slash quiz and take the fun two minute quiz where you're going to find out what your gratitude personality is. You'll receive results with personalized resources to help you get started. And the link is also in the show notes. I am here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. So thank you for tuning into the first episode of Gratitude Builds Fortitude. It has truly been my honor to spend this time with you, 
And I will catch up with you when you listen to your next favorite episode right here on the podcast. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restricted protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results, and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.